It's about time someone gets real. Bro, are you sure we're even supposed to be listening to this? Welcome to the Church Misfit Podcast with motivational and thought-provoking content designed to push you further personally, professionally, and spiritually. If this don't move you, you might be dead. Here's your host, Catalyst Collective founder, Joe Elliott. I'm excited about this talk. I am. Because there's a, there's a few topics that I get passionate about, and when it comes to innovation, uh, being an entrepreneur. I love it. I love it. And so we're going to talk about this idea of entrepreneurial ministry. There, I said it. I hope I said it right. And so, um, so Zach, I know you got a lot. You have a lot. You're going to chime in on that. But I want to introduce our uh, guest here in studio, Mr. Jeff Jenkins. Hello, hello, everyone. Creator of the Chubby Diaries, which you're going to be telling us about here in a minute. I love that. Um, you know, and I first uh, I first met you like was it about a year ago, and you started talking to me about all the stuff that you were into. Immediately, I was like, "Here is a is an entrepreneur in ministry, a man after my own heart." And so, um, man, I, I I got so much we could we could talk about. I'm excited about that. I'm excited to be here. You know, when I when I Google entrepreneurial ministry, like. Um, I don't think anybody even knows what it means at this point, but it's a cool buzzword that like folks are starting to write and talk about because we're like we recognize all right in the church, you know the church and innovation it, it's not really a, a marriage that's ever worked too well, and people are like we need more entrepreneurs, we need some more outside the box thinkers, and then you know because of the of the rapid decline in church in America, churches can't afford to hire people yet people want to be in ministry, so we're having to get creative like this bivocational movement, and how do we use our gifts and passions to bring in income outside of ministry while still doing ministry? To me, that's entrepreneurial ministry. I don't know. What do you guys think of when you hear the word? You just said my story. Right. Was that it? <laughs> like literally. Okay, let's start. Tell Jeff, tell us your story, man. Tell us your story. Well, I was a, um, I guess I'll just go with high school teacher. I was a high school choir teacher okay. for almost nine years. And I decided that I wanted to move on. I had every like um, like all my goals in life was to to, to be a, a, a worship leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a worship leader in in Miami, and then I moved up here to Austin uh, with the goal to go into full time ministry. And for the most part, I did some interns at uh, internships at the church, and that's what it actually came down to: is that they didn't have the finances at the time, mm-hmm. and so it was like, okay, what am I going to do now? And mm-hmm. I had to find something to do, and I had to become creative and innovative. Love it, love it. Now tell me, you are not still carrying debt from college, are you, for your teaching degree? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that kills. That sucks. There's, it's like the it's it's like the plague in America that that all of us have. And uh, Zach. Yeah, you just got to figure out how I to thought, walk that line. I I'm thought, doing the same thing. I, I swore you didn't have any school debt. Oh, uh, I wish. But you uh, did. Yeah, no. And it's worse than your wife's? Oh, yeah. It's equally bad. So me and my <laughs> wife both went to private Christian schools. Oh. Don't, don't do it. And uh, and graduate with a lot of student debt. Mm-hmm. And so now we had to figure out, like, how do you walk that line? Because, like, you know, I want to do ministry, but... 
health and finances, like insurance and finance, those are real things. And my student debt is accruing at 11%. Oh. oh. So I'm trying oh. to figure out how we get oh. real creative real fast. Real fast. Because I can do income-based repayments, and based off my nonprofit salary, I pay like $5 a month, which sounds great. That's uh, what's, what's like 50000 divided by $5 a month. In like that many months, I'll just pay you'll, this you'll off. We'll be good. Yeah. You'll be dead if you do that. And so, uh, yeah. Well, you can donate now by going to catalystcollective.community. <laughs> so, like, seriously, that sucks. And yeah. yeah, I feel like if you, especially if you've been a teacher for nine years and you're still scaring that school debt, mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, there is enough money in the system to take care of that debt. Even, even the loan forgiveness didn't actually go towards, since I was a choir course teacher, uh-huh. uh, it wouldn't go to loan forgiveness for that 17000 that they give out. I couldn't Oof. even get that because it has to be science or math. It has to be uh, like one of the uh, STEM English, and yeah. a little asterisk uh-huh. there. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, Man. And so, like when you're broke and you're dating a girl, you get real creative real fast, right? <laughs> like, you come up with other ways to win this girl over or to accomplish your mission. Oh, and so, yeah. what'd you do? Yeah. What have I done? Yeah. Uh, not really paid it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have literally, I, I have a strategic goal of, well, especially now, is to, one, I, I just still feel in my hardest of hearts that I'm actually somebody's going to pay this. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if the government does it, I'm actually okay with, okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, but even if I can't, uh, where I'm at now, like entrepreneurial wise, mm-hmm. I can definitely pay it off very soon. Okay. So, ta- so take us back. So you, okay. so you started um, getting involved with the church, Yep. open up your heart. You're like, wow, I can see myself going all in here, but it's not going to pay the bills. Correct. So what did you do? So I was like, uh, I need to figure out something to do. Uh, I met my buddy back in October of 2017. Uh, I met him at, it was my wife's supervisor's husband. We went to their um, housewarming, and I met him there. And I was like, hey, what do you do? He was like, nothing really. And I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? You <laughs> You're like, wow, <laughs> like, that's inspiring. How do you do How much nothing? You doing what, that? What, are you do? what are you talking about? And so he just told me he was an entrepreneur and um, he's actually, they own real estate properties and, and that's how they, they make a living while well, his wife still works uh, like a, a normal corporate job. But um, he was doing that and I was like, man, but he also did, uh, he was selling books on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. Well, teach me more about this. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to know more. And that's where it sparked me getting into entrepreneurship. It was definitely from here. My buddy, Roger Walker, I, te- I tell everything, anybody. Uh, but, yeah, he got me into it. Um, I was like, okay, I think I can try this entrepreneurial thing out. Going with Amazon and starting with Amazon was, like, the easiest thing I could do. It was, like, it, it didn't cost me really much uh, much of anything. And if it didn't work, it just didn't work. And I really didn't lose anything. Or I actually made all my money back and it was okay. Hmm. So I actually got into that. I learned how to start LL, or how to get an LLC and, uh, or even the DBA as well because I got the DBA first and then realized why, why don't I just get the LLC. Um, but I got into that and it was actually working. But I knew while I was in that that that's not what I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And in my head, when it came down to entrepreneurship, I wanted to do something that other people weren't doing um, because it, it was a challenge and it mm-hmm. is still a challenge. And even for what I'm doing now, uh, I feel like it's, it's meeting some of those needs. Okay. So 
Now, you're married. Yes. So I know that, you know, when you make these choices, because I've made those choices, you don't make these choices alone. <laughs> no. Right? You, you, you have to have an amazing somebody by your side. Correct. That is saying, yeah, we're going to do this together. Yeah, and, it, and, it, and and definitely, I mean, she's in, in the room right now, but... Uh, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> but she actually was the first person that brought up uh, going into entrepreneurship uh, first. Mm -hmm. And so I was over here preparing myself for her to go into it. So I was getting my mindset mm -hmm. ready for it. And so, but it ended up happening that I ended up uh, launching and going out there first. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that helped mm -hmm. in uh, going about it. Awesome. So Amazon, you were selling books? Yes, books. Mm -hmm. Like I would like go reselling to, books? Yep, resell. All I would do uh, is five for a dollar. Um, okay. The percentages, the ROI was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it just, uh, you got to sit there and just wait on the books to come and it just, it, and it wasn't, it was the, it's saturated where, mm -hmm. where, where you can actually source the books at was very saturated and it's not as, as lucrative as it was before. And so okay. there's a cap. You can definitely see the cap. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't want to do but that. It, but it gave you enough space to continue dedicating an ample amount of time to, to ministry to, right? No. No, it didn't. <laughs> Which is why you have switched. Correct. So tell us about what you're doing now. So um, what I do now is I have a media company. Uh, that's what we're actually calling it now. Okay. Um, but it's called Chubby Diaries. Chubby Diaries is an online community for plus-size travelers. Um, what we're doing is, like, we don't... We don't um, encourage or promote obesity, but what we're trying to do is get people to live life now where they're at. Mm -hmm. And even if you're trying to get to your ideal weight, that could take you years from now. Mm -hmm. And do you stop living mm -hmm. in those moments? And so, uh, one thing I realized when I was traveling, I've been traveling for, for the past like 15 years, going across seas. My first place was Japan, and I've been to over 34 countries. And when I was in these countries, I realized, I was like, man, there's like no, like, like plus size people, big people out here actually traveling. I was like, I always feel like I'm the only one from America, um, although I know other bigger people. And so I always wanted to know what that was like. And also the representation on Instagram, uh, you always see like some fit person and <laughs> never representation of plus size people. The majority of the people in America are uh, now is overweight. Mm -hmm. Um and I and and once again you have whatever kind of view on that part, but mm -hmm. the one thing that I wanted to do is like I'm still here. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a human, I'm still here. Mm -hmm. Um I feel like everybody should go travel. Mm -hmm. Uh there's definitely it wasn't until I actually uh started traveling with my wife mm -hmm. that I was thinking about stuff she never thought about. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, like when it comes down to like airplane seats and mm -hmm. like can I fit on this ride or um weight limits and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And so I was like, Wow, you never have to actually mm -hmm. think of that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Man, I wonder if there's other people that think like me wow. and come to find out it is. Wow. So, That's mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. That's such a creative you know, niche. And so with the media company, like what'd you, what'd you do around that? You built an online mm -hmm. community, like social. And, and that, and that's where we're at right now. Yeah. We're still in that online community building stage. Cool. Um, uh, the, the second phase is to go for the most part media company, um, mm -hmm. to where we'll try to showcase, not try, we will, uh, showcase multiple, uh, different, it'll be like a Buzzfeed almost, um, mm -hmm. or a Matador network. Um, if you know anything about like that, the travel matador network, uh, it'll be in that sense. So we'll be doing like our own like TV shows or mm -hmm. podcasts or, um, 
Or little little docu series kind of thing. Sweet, yeah, bro. You make mm-hmm. some apparel like that. I I'll was thinking it. about that. I actually was just thinking of that. Like it's <laughs> it's interesting. It's it's very crazy how my brain, like I'm 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 very creative and I like to think of stuff. And mm-hmm. then my personality would try to do so many different things, and I have to tell myself, Jeff, stop. Like, yeah. You need to focus yeah. focus on one thing yeah. first. Once you get this, then you can go to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So that's that's amazing. Um, I have a so he, here's something that I have, and you got to tell me, you know, any of the backstory here. But I have quietly respected about you, and that is the fact that first you're an amazing worship singer. Appreciate you. And there's not a I, I can't see a, a church not wanting to hire you. You have to have had opportunities to jump ship and move away from a church that isn't paying you to just go to a church that is paying you. So what, talk to me about that, man. That I, to me, I think that's, there's something here. I mean, maybe yeah. you haven't looked for those opportunities, but you could, Yeah. you know, I don't know, but what, well, what, what gets you, what keeps you doing ministry in a church um, that isn't paying you when you could go to a ministry that would? Joe, that's a good question. Uh, (laughs) It's interesting because I I ask myself that question often, and I have been asked to go to numerous churches uh, in the past. Now, I just, I I think for me personally right now where I'm at is, I don't know, it's like loyalty in a sense. It's not Mm -hmm. even a loyalty thing now. It's just, I don't know. It's like I I just, Mosaic is my home, and Mm -hmm. I don't actually feel like I I should like leave Mm -hmm. like right now. Yeah. Like if God told me I should go, I should go. But at this point, I'm just here. Man, I am sweating. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, little hot in here. Like, it's all good. Uh, all good. <laughs> that was me, man. But but seriously, no. We, I mean, we we live in a day and age where like it's you know ministry is almost you know methodical now. I mean, yep. there's there's certain um, I, I would guess denominations that try to be spiritual about it. Oh, mm-hmm. God is calling me to this church. God isn't calling you to that church. That church is paying you $10,000 more than your <laughs> existing church. But they use it under the umbrella of, oh, I'm being called away. Mm. Man, cut the bull, man. You ain't being called away to nothing. But so, so, I mean, what if God right. is calling us and certain people to stay in a community right. for a period of time with no promise of... Mm compensation coming from that right. community, right? It's like the tent makers. And, and, and so, uh, you know, Paul being a tent maker and all, I, I think that, I think too quickly, you know, we're, we're looking for the, 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 what would appear to be the easy out instead of really asking God, God, if you want me here, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to give my time, talent and resources to this yeah. space. And, uh, and I will, I'm not afraid of work. I will do whatever I need to do yeah. to serve you here. And 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 that, but that it, I can't tell you I'll actually ever go into full time ministry now. Yeah. For for what it is, and I don't know if we're going to get to that question, mm-hmm. but I can just speak yeah, no, on it go now. Go for it. Go for it. But it is is ever since I became like a quote unquote entrepreneurial or entrepreneur, mm-hmm. um, I have, I feel like I do more ministry than I was. Uh, like just being at the church and I feel like a lot of ways like the church is confined to the four walls a lot of the time mm-hmm. and now I'm able to to branch out and I can go all over the world mm-hmm. um and 
also do what I like doing as well. And yeah. so it, it's interesting. I, like I'm, I'm in the spaces to where people can talk to me and, and be around me. And, um, and like if they knew like I was a pastor going in there, mm-hmm. they, they might like just shut down and be like, Oh no, this pastor is here. I don't want to be here, but mm-hmm. I can go places and, mm-hmm. and get to talk and then even minister to people like when I'm in Indonesia or, or Thailand or somewhere mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, it's been really cool. I love that. I love that you're not just settling for like a Sunday morning ministry. Mm-hmm. Correct. Because I think that's that's what a lot of us feel the pressure to do. Mm-hmm. Whether, whatever your role is in the church, worship leader or youth pastor, like I've got this mm-hmm. small time that, you know, I have to do my thing. And then mm-hmm. outside of that, I'm either prepping for that thing or recovering from that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's 167 hours outside of that one hour on yeah. Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And I really see you stepping into that because of your willingness and because of your hustle. Mm-hmm. And now you've got a whole nother group of people that you can lead yeah. and bring hope to and draw mm-hmm. together. And mm-hmm. so that's, that's ministry. Like that's yeah. full time ministry. It is. Mm-hmm. And even, I don't even know if Joe, okay. When Joe actually even mentioned it to me about the podcast and stuff like that, talking about what is it? Ministry entrepreneurial. Yeah. Entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial mi- ministry. ministry. Yeah. Yes. Like I literally was thinking about that two days before. And how, like, what we're talking about even now is how I can still do ministry and mm-hmm. and still run my business and and love it and enjoy it and it and it works out. Yeah. And I and I think what you described is the heart and soul of what entrepreneurial ministry really is. It is first saying, God, I have been given this set of gifts, passions, and talents. I've been placed in this position in history, in this region, in this time. What can I do to showcase who you are? And what you do next is the ministry part. Mm. And you found a way to do it in the church, and you found a way to do it outside the church. Yep. And most Christians struggle with that, and, and that's, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, really, I feel like I've struggled with it as yeah, well. Yeah. I mean, it's, for me to be where I'm at now, um, it, it, it has been a struggle. Mm-hmm. Like I, I took a whole year off. Mm-hmm. Um, to try to figure out some stuff and even get the business going. And I actually was even struggling like maybe a, a month or so ago of like, ah, should I be doing this? Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the business and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But God continues to open up a door to where mm-hmm. like I can be there on Sundays and Wednesdays mm-hmm. when we have our practice. Mm-hmm. So it, it's definitely been phenomenal in that mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no lie. I can't pretend like we've always been here. There were definitely times where we were struggling on this journey and it is a journey, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there were days where I was going to you, Joe, and I was going to go put in my two weeks. Like I'm done. I got to make mm-hmm. some money. Got to win this girl. And you mm-hmm. told me, hey, somebody in the Catalyst community has covered your rent this month. Wow. And mm-hmm. at that moment I was just like, Oh, mm-hmm. all right. All right. This is a mm-hmm. calling, like something that God mm-hmm. is leading me in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because of those moments along the way, because of the victories that we've seen in schools and like mm-hmm. just different yeah. stories that resonate mm-hmm. with me. Yeah. You know, I keep going down this path, but it's mm-hmm. been a journey. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a mind shift, like yeah. a mindset mm-hmm. shift. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of pressure on people to play church or perform mm-hmm. church. I meet with a lot of youth pastors across the city because that's my jam, like students. And there's some guys that it's all about Wednesday service. Yeah. If I can just get students to Wednesday and then tell them about Jesus, that's it. Like, that's right. a win. Mm-hmm. But, like, what about students in the schools, like students across the street? What about, like, there's so much more that we could step into if we're willing. Mm-hmm. And I see you stepping into that, man. It takes bravery. That's awesome. Appreciate you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
let's uh, we we have a hypothetical we throw out a lot. Okay. So and it's a passion question. Okay. But uh, let's say someone comes and says, "Man, Jeff, I love the way God has wired you, man. I, I love what you're doing. I love who you are. I you know, I I want to give you unlimited time, money, and resources." To go solve a problem anywhere in this world, what do you do? What are some of the things that come to your mind? I, I, I Rwanda, uh, automatically, especially when it comes down to the water project mm-hmm. that we have going on, mm-hmm. the Mazi uh, project. I, I, I totally would go help facilitate uh, a better water system and structure for the, the country in a lot of ways because I'm still confused why their water system is not that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, Very interesting. That's that's real. Now, now I know there's uh, mosaics taking a Rwanda trip yes. soon, um, and I hadn't even planned on talking about this. But are you thinking about going on that trip? Yes, I will. Oh. I, I'll probably be on that trip. Okay. And but I I will be going for the water and not the not the. The, what's that stuff called? The plants. I get me right, yeah, the garden. The garden. The garden. Yeah. Plants community. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just to get back over there and yeah, and try to get this love project it. going. That's awesome. That and I love that because that's like a very very tangible, physical, mm-hmm. entrepreneurial problem mm-hmm. that the church is stepping in to solve because mm-hmm. they've empowered entrepreneurs mm-hmm. to strategically think and to solve Mm -hmm. you know like if you just went over there and played some worship songs then like leave Mm -hmm. at the end of the day oh that's cool i think Mm -hmm. you know right right i'm totally with you on that one so (laughs) i I love church empowering entrepreneurs to partner in prayer like to partner with god to bring some of these things to life yeah that's but i'm gonna be honest i actually don't think from from the churches that i've been a part of and i've been a part of multiple ones i don't I don't know if they really encourage entrepreneurship as much as they could. Yeah. Like I feel like they mm-hmm. could do more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I feel that a lot of why or a lot of times is more so like like let's just get Sunday. Like mm-hmm. like let's keep this Sunday thing going. Mm-hmm. Um and never like trying to branch off as much. And I'm not saying that it's all churches, but even so is it has to be church. Like whatever specific church you're at like the mission is this church and if you are going to do something creative that it has to be just for this church and Mm -hmm. so um i'm really empowering and encouraging other ministries and just even uh anywhere to to let people be creative and and go do Mm -hmm. what they what they enjoy doing and yeah that's true yeah yeah i've been a part of some church communities where like strategic planning is not prayerful and so, like, it's almost us taking things into our own control. Mm-hmm. So those gifts just aren't used. Mm, what what yeah. does it look like to be spiritual? It looks like, you know, having an emotional experience, praying and worshiping on a Sunday morning. Like, that's up here. Right. And then entrepreneur, like, strategic, all that other, all those other giftings are down here. Admin and organization. Mm-hmm. They're, like, secondary or whatever, like, tin theory. You know, like, mm-hmm. just way down mm-hmm. here. Yeah, yeah, I think we're still trying to wrap our minds, you know, church leaders are still trying to wrap their minds around how, what is entrepreneurial ministry, how does it work? I know that the gift exists in my church, right? but I don't know how to fan it, release it without it getting out of control or people leaving. How do I, because they're still thinking, if you're a church leader in America today, you're still thinking, how do I take the gifts here and how do I keep them here? 
not how do I release them and, you know, out into blessing of other churches and all that kind of stuff. It's kingdom. That's another mindset shift. It's, it is. It's yeah. very It's very different. Definitely. I mean, we, we say we think kingdom, but we think kingdom only in terms of the outreaches that our churches is doing. If I can yes. pay my bill. If right. this, this, and this, then kingdom. Right. Right. It's hard. Yeah. I was, oh, go ahead. I was a part of a business meeting today where we talked about Philippians 2 2. And it was talking about like unified under one vision, unified under one love, like mm-hmm. for one purpose. And that business meeting was spiritual. It was like its own little church service. Mm-hmm. And I started talking with these entrepreneurs, like, what would it look like if we went out and used our entrepreneurial gifts and then came back together in almost a church service just to celebrate all that God had done in our yeah. gifts, talents, passions? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, how can we open up doors within churches to be able to do things like that? Yeah. 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 yeah I, I was, I was, what was I going to say? My bad. Oh, uh, no, it's, it's totally <laughs> fine. One thing, it was, it was definitely a shift. It was the, uh, I, I had my own like paradigm shift to where I actually don't actually have to ask for permission to be creative. Mm-hmm. Like from men. Mm-hmm. Like I, I literally had to repent to Jesus because I felt, that I allowed other people to keep me from doing what I felt like God was calling me to do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, like a lot of times it, it was, and it, it was, and I, I don't get it. Like it, I mean, there was so much more freedom that came from realizing like, man, like, you know what God, you did call me to that. And I don't know why I actually haven't did it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't go out and try it. Mm-hmm. And so now I like something switched and it was, I was like, Oh Lord, I'm sorry. Like yeah. I, I need to pursue these things that you have put um, in me and, and on my heart to, to, to actually go forward. So mm-hmm. I have now. I mean, there's a lot of people listening that really need to take that to heart and, and start praying about that, you know, and, and ask, start asking yourself, what has, you know, what has stifled the gifts that have been brewing within me for a long time? Yeah. I mean, I'd say just take a minute, take 10 minutes and like put aside what church looks like Sundays, Wednesdays, yep. put aside what you feel like, you know, tradition, what it's supposed to look like, what the, the bar that your friends have set. And then just ask God, like, hey, what do you have for me? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, what are you calling me to? And how do I step up to that? Because mm-hmm. I looked at like my friends and my peers and I was like, I'm doing pretty good. But God had a whole nother level for me. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm just now making up for lost time, stepping into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I got that gut check today. I have a Again. so I have a feeling here. This is such a big topic. We're gonna have to have you back to talk I about this to. in a lot of different ways um, because I want to I want to keep talking here. But how so? How can people? Drop drop it again. How can people connect with you? Where do they get chubbydiaries.com? Yep, chubbydiaries.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at chubbydiaries underscore underscore or on Twitter at chubbydiaries underscore underscore. Actually, it's the same thing. And then on YouTube at chubbydiaries. Okay, yeah. amazing. So yeah. we're going to put that. I don't know. And I feel like I should throw this out there. And we've never done this on any podcast before. But man, if, if you're listening to this, especially if you stayed listening to the end, awesome. Um, I, I want to encourage you that if you feel led, uh, I think you should consider, you know, donating to Jeff to help get him to Rwanda here in a couple of months. Um, you know, and, and so, and we have talked about finances, but I know where you're at. I know this is ministry for you. And I feel like, you know, you know, if anybody's out there want loving what they're hearing from Jeff and wanting to support his efforts, and and uh, especially if you have a heart for for Africa, 
then you can go to our website. You can make a donation to Catalyst, and in the notes field, just put Jeff or Chubby Diaries, and 100% of it will go straight to him, uh, help get him to Rwanda, because that's Appreciate not cheap, you. man. That's no, not cheap. Not. I just it, said that earlier. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's real. You have to step out in faith um, and when you're doing a lot of this stuff. So and Sell some more books. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm done with those books. <laughs> <laughs> no more books for me. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for coming, being a part of this, and and I'm I'm serious. This will we're we're gonna have you back, man. We're gonna do this some more. Appreciate Love you. It. I'm I'm, cl- I'm so glad. I really enjoyed it. So, Thank y'all. All right, man. For more free content from Joe and his team of church misfits, visit www.catalystcollective.community.